Welcome to Marvelicious Toys, hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more, because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. Join us at MarveliciousToys.com to find thousands of pictures of the items reviewed, chat with other listeners, find links to our Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube pages, support our Podbean crowdfunding campaign, and much more. They're not just toys. They're Marvelicious! Hello and welcome to issue 179 of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. This is Arnie. And this is Justin. And we're back! Holy cow! You ever have one of those holiday vacations where, like, you end up getting... You tell everyone you got mono and then you come back from the holidays, like, two weeks after everybody else? (laughs) No, but I knew those kids, you know? (laughs) Showing back up at school and beginning of February. That's us this year. I was gonna say, I was one of those kids. My dad always took us to Florida. Nice. I got the chicken pox my junior year. (laughs) And my senior year. What? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we weren't anywhere as cool as Florida or as warm as Florida. Actually, it's like 56 degrees here today. Yeah, it's not too bad here, actually. (laughs) But we are back after an extended vacation, but Toy Fair is coming up. You know, it officially starts Saturday. Don't tell anyone, but we kind of have an in on Friday. We're going to be seeing some stuff like before the show even starts. Nice. Yes, that's going to be so much fun. I don't get to go. So that means I'm going to stimulate the economy while Arnie is looking at things that he's going to later stimulate the economy with. (laughs) We're all about the economy. Yes. (laughs) Oh, well, you know what? It's, you know, a good thing you're going to keep that on the download. Don't don't broadcast that or anything. No, no. We won't tell anyone that we're going to be getting in there and seeing some really cool stuff as part of a private invite-only Friday thing before the floor happens. So, no. Nice. Exciting. But be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're going to be doing things a little bit differently. You know, this is our sixth year doing Marvelicious Toys. Marjorie and I have been podcasting on toys now for... Well, let's see, it's 2017, so that means 12 years. 12 years. And technology changes, and so rather than try to get a podcast out, we're going to just be doing a lot of microcasts and live broadcasts from the show floor. So follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, and you'll get all the news then. And then a little while after Toy Fair, we'll have a recap after we've had a chance to actually absorb all the news. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the best way to go about it. It's... Like you said, technology has changed, and I think people want information as it comes out, and this is the best way to go about that. So I I hope it goes down as smoothly as we have planned. But I'm excited to see what they're going to show us. I mean, outside of the movies that have been announced, we've already seen some sneak peeks of the Spider-Man Marvel Legends and Guardians Marvel Legends are already hitting retail now. Marjorie saw some at Walgreens. Yes, three of our Walgreens out of what, the 80 we have, have so far remnants of the Guardians Wave of Legends. I've not found the Groot yet. Yeah, they're exclusive Build-A-Figure Groot that they're re-releasing in the Groot pack. And that, I believe, is a Toys R Us exclusive, if I'm not mistaken. But there, there are a few walgreens exclusives that have yet to be officially announced coming down the pipe too this year but yeah there have been scattered reports of bits of that wave 
hitting Walgreens. So I don't know if they're getting a full case and people are missing them or they're kind of going back to that old Walgreens style of here's three or four figures out of a case, put them on the shelf. This appeared to be three or four figures because they're still clogged with Ant-Man and lots of Namors in our area. Yeah, that's one thing I'm starting to learn about Walgreens is I'm not going to freak out about not seeing those exclusives right away because for the most part, they have been hanging around. Yes, they have. And, you know, if one Walgreens doesn't have it, just go to the next one. (laughs) But perhaps we'll get news and get this cleared up of what some of these exclusives are going to be and when we can expect to start seeing them on shelves. Yeah, I mean, the Invisible Woman figure should be coming sooner rather than later. Yeah, I would think, you know, they usually like to pop these out in the spring, and I think we're getting getting close enough to call this spring-ish. We also saw the Spider-Man Legends. Hasbro's been giving us some pre-Toy Fair news bursts, and with Spider-Man Homecoming coming out not all that long away... They've been really pushing those toys hard, and they waited till last to show the figures everybody actually wanted to see, which was the Marvel Legends, and there's an Iron Man coming, comic-based. It kind of looks almost like an Ultimate Iron Man, only with the classic body style, with all the gray on it. Got almost a Scarlet Spider-looking Spider-Man in a hoodie, and then a classic Spider-Man. Yeah, there's some some neat things coming out in that wave. Now... Try to follow me on this and see if you know better than me. But from what I'm understanding, the build a figure is not necessarily a figure so much as it is accessories to make the Vulture figure bigger and the wings and all that. Or is Vulture the build a figure? No, it sounds like the build a figure is Vulture with flight gear. Okay. But the way they typed it. They said the six inch figures with Spider-Man's homemade suit, Spider-Man's web wings and Vulture with flight gear build a figure. So I could see how you'd read that as the build a figure is just the flight gear. Yeah, I mean, I was it was a little confusing. I thought maybe they were trying something new where it's like, yeah, if you're just a casual collector and you just want that Vulture, fine. But if you want the wings and everything else, you're going to have to buy the rest of these figures to make that gear. That would be a really interesting way to go. I will admit that. I'm, But no, I don't think that's exactly what's going on. But they got me excited because before they announced the Legends, they announced playsets. <laughs> now, I've been really jealous of Batman collectors and even to a degree Mutant Ninja Turtle collectors because all through Christmas I was going to Walmart and seeing that Batcave and Hasbro, I go to their... Toy Fair presentation every year, they're like, oh, it's way too expensive to make a playset. We can't possibly make a playset. Mattel comes out with this, like, giant six-foot dealio Walmart exclusive for under 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always a Mutant Ninja Turtle one, and those figures are bigger. You know, those are, they're not quite six-inch scale, but they're definitely bigger than three and three-quarter inch. So mm-hmm. that playset looks like it's a good three feet tall. Yeah. So now they're coming out with Spider-Man playsets, and we're going to get two of them. Don't break my heart and tell me these are for the two-inch figures. No, that's <laughs> the exciting thing, is these are for six-inch figures. Now, they're not necessarily for Legends. Have you been hitting stores much lately, Justin? A bit. It's been a little slow and dead out there, so I'm not hitting the stores as hard and heavy as normal, but I've, I've seen some stuff out there. Have you noticed the new line of six-inch figures from Hasbro? Yeah, I've seen, uh, they started off kind of like those Guardians that we saw last year, mm-hmm. kind of that car- 
cartoony lower articulation. But now I'm seeing Avengers figures out there too. And they have a new Spider-Man line. It's no longer the ultimate Spider-Man tied into that now canceled cartoon or ended. I don't know that it was, you know, plug pulled, but no longer happening. Now they just have Spider-Man figures and those are going to swing into homecoming figures. And so that is what these play sets are kind of intended for. Uh-huh. So they've got two different ones coming. There's the Spider-Man Mega City playset, and that thing's almost four feet tall. Whoa. And it's got a construction crane and the side of a building, and it looks like the trash compactor from Star Wars. <laughs> You're right. This whole thing is a little reminiscent of the, the vintage Death Star playset. Yeah, it looks like it even has a trapdoor manhole cover, like the old little trap door they had that you had to swing over <laughs> but there is a box in the bottom right that just it looks like the freaking garbage compactor <laughs> it totally does <laughs> maybe what this is actually telling us is they're coming out with a new death star and they found a way to mod it <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know looking at this i want to be excited but it does look very toyish it's the colors isn't it the colors are just so cartoony, and the weird shade of the colors. That doesn't bother me so much as the double branding. If it was a playset that just looked... All right, it looks very Sesame Street. It doesn't look like New York. It looks like Sesame Street, which is kind of New Yorkish. <laughs> Sesame Street is like Brooklyn or something. Yeah, but you know how that brick looked a little bit too nice and yeah. the streets were a little too clean? This kind of looks like it, but it looks like there's some cardboard inserts. And I'm counting actually one, two, three, four Spider-Man logos where like next to one of the buildings is a sideways thing that says spider-man and it's not even in the right font it's just like blue letters but then on the left side on the tower above a door there's a spider-man logo and then a little higher up there's a spider-man logo and then a little higher <laughs> above that there's a giant spider-man sign so what you're saying is spider-man got a really good ad agency this time except the ad agency oh wait there's one hiding behind the little like it looks like you could actually have a spider-man figure like zip line down the four feet which is kind of cool and so it looks like behind the zip line there's a fifth spider-man logo so to me it's a little much i mean spider-man doesn't own new york <laughs> <laughs> Do, am I not supposed to know this is not a Spider-Man playset? Well, especially with, you know, so much cardboard here. They could have kept a lot of that on that cardboard. But, you know, I totally agree with you when you say Sesame Street, but I'm taking a step further. It feels like the Fisher-Price Sesame Street playsets that I had when I was a kid. Yeah, I can see that. Like Marjorie was saying, that, that single-color plastic in areas. I don't know. The one thing in there that kind of has me excited are those recycling bins. Those look like those could be neat little set pieces. <laughs> I was w finding it rather amusing that there are recycling bins in a couple different spots. It looks like there's a Spider-Man in a recycling bin. And now just because this is shown with all these, the new 5POA 6-inch figures, which are actually more 5.5-inch, they're a little shorter than Legends, but they're calling them 6-inch figures. Don't be a sizist. <laughs> we can't help but be with all the scales nowadays. That's true. Then there's a second playset that's like a Vulture Lab playset that's shorter, comes with a Vulture figure, 
only has, as I can count it, two Spider-Man logos. Yeah, this looks to be a little bit smaller, so they didn't have all that space to <laughs> to plaster Spider-Man stuff all over it. I think, though, if you think it's a little bit too monotone, you could put a wash on these and make them look a little bit more like real New York. <laughs> Maybe add a homeless man or two. Actually, what you could do is just take the playset, put it behind your car, like open up your garage door, then turn on your car and just let that exhaust kind of coat everything. And then maybe we can get some Starbucks cups, maybe some, I don't know, hot dog wax paper wrappers. Um, There's always a smash pretzel. Some pigeon poop. And let's not forget, despite what you see in movies, there's no alleys in Manhattan. So people just put the garbage on the sidewalk. (laughs) So you could make this a little bit more <laughs> New Yorkish. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I guess this is a good first step to kind of test the waters to see if there's a market for kids to buy these things. And if they do well, maybe next time they'll maybe try to appease the collectors a little bit more in, in the design. Because right now these aren't doing much for me. I, I can't see me buying these and displaying six-inch figures on them. See, I could see myself getting them. They're not as exciting to me as the old three and three quarter inch helicarrier, which is really the last time we've had anything even playset-ish. Mm-hmm. But just because there is a playset and because I do buy these five POA six inch figures, I'm like, why not? Of course. I'm going to support them moving in the direction I want them to move in, which is playsets. There looks like, is this a third one or has this been out before? I found one that comes with Venom and Spider-Man. And it's got green webs on it. Web City Showdown playset. Yeah, I have that one, actually. Okay, so that's an older one in the same kind of... All right. It's got a few Spider-Man logos on it. I never knew that existed, and then it was on deep clearance on Amazon over Christmas, so I grabbed it. Ah, looks like it's actually using some of the parts from the Vulture one that we just looked at. That's kind of what kind of drew my eye, those... uh, The light poles and the the stoplight seem to be the same pieces. And that hexagon-shaped breakaway door okay so yeah they're reusing they do that a lot in this six inch five poa line i've noticed a lot of the same pieces just get used again and again and that's fine you know a lot of kids won't care i got it for 19.99 at amazon Uh, that's a pretty good price you get two of those figures with it and a little bit of a displayability there that's that's about the right price for something like that I can get the height on that. I forgot to even think about it because it's not that tall. It's only 14 inches or 16 inches tall. So Hmm. I guess that's what we'll expect from the Vulture one. And because I got it for 20 bucks because it was just pre-Christmas with the bargains, it looks like the MSRP is 30 to 35. So I think that's probably what we'll expect on the Vulture one too. Yeah. And then that bigger one will probably be about twice that size and probably twice the cost. Probably coming at 59.99, I would guess. Maybe more, though. Maybe they're going to go for that eighty nine ninety nine, like the, the Batman thing that was out this Christmas. Yeah, the Batcave was like 84 bucks and got down to 50 or 70 depending on what store you're in. But then they've announced some other new toys ahead of Toy Fair. I mean, other than the Spider-Man stuff. In the three and three quarter inch line that we've promised to focus on more this year, they're doing some movie two-packs from Guardians of the Galaxy and even Doctor Strange. Getting a Doctor Strange with an astral Doctor Strange. Hey, I tell you what, if they continue to give us things like this, the more articulated, the movie style versions of these figures, and if they have to do them in two packs, fine. I'll be more than happy to dig our fingers back into the reviews of three and three quarter inch, because this is what, to to me, the line has been missing. 
this level of detail, this focus on the movie figures has been gone for a while. Remember in the days we used to get entire waves dedicated to a movie? It wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. Thor, Thor 2, we had a wave des- devoted to it. We had a own a toy line. line devoted to it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd like to see more of this. Hopefully they show some more focus in this area. I'm curious if they're going to no longer be exclusives, though, because we've been getting these movie two packs for quite a while, but only at Toys R Us. Yep. And even then, it's like kind of hit and miss. Like they've been repainting some older Iron Man and slamming them in there. You know, we did. I was excited about the the Black Panther from the movie that came out not too long ago. But yeah, that if they keep the focus like this, let's let's run with it. That is one happy Yondu, though. That Yandu is smiling like he is just so happy to be here. It's like you just surprised me with a surprise birthday party, Yandu. <laughs> Guys, for me! <laughs> That's that smile. Yeah, maybe Yandu's going to be a much happier dude this time around. <laughs> Even his six-inch figures, they come with two heads. He's got one with his spiked up, you know hair going on and the other one he's kind of smiling maybe he finally got to eat a Terran. <laughs> <laughs> and i think the first big reveal of the year was from guardians of the galaxy 2 man if you thought you were grooted out from guardians of the galaxy 1 now they know to expect the demand and so their first item out the gate is a 12 inch dancing figure groot it's toddler Groot, though, because he's not a baby anymore. He's just kind of getting his legs a little bit, and, you know, he's learning to use the big boy potty. So Yeah, he's, he's escaped from the pot. He has legs and is walking around independently now. Yes, and he is freaking adorable. I love him in the trailers. He is 11 and a half inches tall. It lights up and dances to a music clip from the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 soundtrack. Well, there's like three clips, and it's only his eyes light up. And this is supposed to not be able to be sold until February 15th. However, thanks to a little manager override at Toys R Us, I got mine about a half hour ago. All right. Well, would you like to hear it, guys? Let's hear it. All I'm hearing is a motor. Is there any music going on? Yeah, there was oh, a here. music and an I'm a Groot. Here. I am Groot. <laughs> is this real music or is this like generic loops? I am <laughs> I recognize that song. The song before that almost sounded like I don't know if you remember the old Saturday Night Live bit with uh, Drew Barrymore. It was like a VHS tape of them working out, yes. like body motion or something yes, like that. That one is so funny. <laughs> That's what that song sounded like. But <laughs> his eyes do light up, and his motor is loud. It it's kind of hard to pick out these songs. A because I don't know them, but B I bet I couldn't even Shazam them because of the motor sounds. Yeah, and the song I do recognize doesn't sound like the original recording. It sounds like they may have 
gotten some karaoke version for this toy. That's entirely possible because of licensing. Yeah, why why pay the licensing fee for a legit song for kids who won't care one way or the other? Exactly. I really think they did not know what songs they would be putting in here when they made the packaging and everything. Because all it says is, play song from movie. Heck, the box doesn't actually say it's from the Guardians movie. It just says, <laughs> play song from movie. <laughs> just any movie. Random movie. <laughs> That has kind of a love roller coaster vibe. It's not love roller coaster, but that's what I keep thinking of when I hear that <laughs> loop. Roller coaster. I would like seriously love to see Star Lord do that song. See, this is Hasbro like really mad that whatever that company is that made all those little dancing groots in the pot that were at all the Walgreens, they're wanting in on that because this also will dance to whatever music you play. There's a sound activated mode. And when he dances, he's got that same kind of weird rubber chest like the other one had that makes him look ever so slightly phallic as he's moving around. You see, like, how that... Well, it's because the hard plastic can't move, Arnie. Right, but the soft plastic moves really weird when it's, like, textured like bark. Guys, I'm sorry, I'm dying over here. I'm looking at the the photo of the box, and I'm zooming in, and... I don't know if you saw the box in front of you, but the the little graphic that shows you to push the leaf to make it happen is just all sorts of wrong. It looks like somebody (laughs) fingering it. (laughs) Oh, that is bad. I didn't even look at that. Oh, Groot. So let me ask you this, Marjorie. I know you, I mean, I'm into Groot too, but I know that was kind of your thing last time around. Are you afraid of oversaturation now? Are you afraid that by this time next year you're going to be a little sicker group? Now? I mean, what's happened like in the eight months after Guardians and the lead time when they're like, holy crap, Groot was a star of the movie and they've just been pummeling it with us. And you know, I expect kind of the products to kind of degrade a little bit. And I'm really disappointed there's not been a lot of Rocket stuff because I really love Rocket equally too. Yeah, he is kind of getting the short end of the stick right now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Is that a pun? (laughs) Yeah, I was just about to say. Unintentional pun, Justin. <laughs> the best guy. But no, I mean, there is going to be some bad Groot stuff, I'm positive, and I'm pretty sure we're going to get an onslaught of Groot, and he looks like he is going to be super cute in the movie, though, so it should be okay. Going to. I can't say that this Hasbro dancing Groot is exactly the bee's knees here. How much do you think I spent on this, Justin? I'm the wrong guy to ask because I was just on the product page, and I was a little flabbergasted at the sticker price there. It is not a $40 item. I'm sorry. Well, it is a $40 item. It's just not <laughs> worth it. No, it's definitely not worth 40 You just told me that's what you expected me to pay. But I didn't say it was worth it. Oh. That's different. You sent me in to buy it. Now, there is another dancing toddler Groot out there that Marjorie saw at a GameStop. Yeah, and it's a USB charger, and he dances along with your music, and it was forty-four ninety-nine at the GameStop. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think I'm going to treat this one a lot like I did the last time. I'm going to wait for the the cool and kind of novelty ones that really catch my eye and collect those. But I definitely cannot be all in this time on, on Groot. I think I'm in the same boat. We actually spent this weekend loading up some stuff to go into a storage unit, and that's going to change my buying significantly. Somebody's a little chagrined. <laughs> you ever pack up some boxes of why'd I buy this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just do it multiple times in a row? Yep. 
<laughs> not me. Not me. Don't get me wrong. I'm very selective, and I don't have a problem. No, she packed up boxes of why do you buy this stuff. Yes. Ah. Uh. It's, it's a good way to refocus your collecting habits, though. That said, speaking of Guardians, I did just place an order for some stuff that, all right, this may not have been the best purchase. I, You know I love Marvel Select figures, right? Oh, yeah. Well, they've been doing more and more Disney exclusives or MarvelShop.com exclusives since that's a Disney site. And they have an entire line of Guardians of the Galaxy exclusive select figures. And they recently had a 25% off sale. So I was able to get all four figures and, you know, Rocket and Groot come in a two-pack. So all five figures for $80. All right. But honestly, I think these are some of the worst select figures they've ever made. Ooh. Have you looked at these? Are these the movie versions? No. Or somewhere in between. It's kind of the Marvel Now realistic looking style. But yeah, not... exactly. Yeah. It's comic based, but the comics were modified because of the movie look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the one that I think I would be interested in right off the bat would be the, the Gamora and Rocket one. And you look at it and it just, ugh, the faces aren't great. And the plastic. I mean, we were talking about the play sets. The plastic on these look really neon colorful, especially Drax. Yeah, I can see that. But at the same time, you know, we've gotten so used to to the movie version of Drax where that's really toned down. I mean, he's almost a, a grayish green, like the floor on, on this figure. And the Star-Lord, I guess because I'm so used to seeing the Chris Pratt likeness or just the helmeted, that when I see this face, I just not feeling it yeah it feels like kmart chris pratt or something it's just not right <laughs> it actually looks a little bit like that beefcake from american pie <laughs> i don't know who you mean the one who would go and sing that how does not sweet look it is anything like be. him at all oh okay. no that hair is unbelievably tragic it, it's <sighs> such, such, such a generic face is the problem chris klein yeah, that's his name, but this does not look like Chris Klein. Justin judges ruling. I'm trying to cover his hair with a finger here, and I can kind of see where you're coming from. That hair is definitely not Chris Klein, but no, no. Maybe that dead soulless look in his eyes is where you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> These may look a lot better in person. I have never been let down by a Marvel Select figure, but for some reason, when I saw these, I was really glad I found a coupon code. Yeah, even Groot, who you would think would be a no-brainer, I'm looking at, and it just, some of the details feel oversized, you know? His hands feel a little sausage fingered <laughs> Well, I'll have to wait till you get them before I make a decision on picking some of these up, but... It just, it feels to me like those other figures you'd find if you were in a Disney store, you know? Those Disney alone figures, like they have the new 12-inch figures and all of that, and... The talking hulks, that kind of thing. That's what these remind me of more than anything Diamond has put out. Actually, we'll get to see these in person in a couple of days, I'm sure. They'll have them at the Diamond booth, and then maybe I will be suitably impressed. Yeah, if they have them on display, you can get some pictures, and we'll, we'll put them on Facebook and get a better look at them. So, it's been quite a few weeks. I mean, let's just kind of catch up. Justin, what have you been buying lately? Jeez, you know, it's just it's been so slow on the on the Marvel front lately that I really... I really haven't bought a lot of anything new. There's just, every time I go into Target, I'm looking at, you know, them restocking with waves that we found last November for the first time. But 
Yeah, we've been finding the same kind of legends and so many on clearance. The Walmarts especially. The Doctor Strange Wave. I could have picked up the entire Doctor Strange Wave on clearance. Even the kind of harder to find regular and astral Doctor Stranges. And much of the X-Men Wave. Not Deadpool, but Deadpool was in stock quite a bit at Amazon for retail over the holidays. And then the Captain America wave that we actually never got around to reviewing with Scarlet Witch. Other than Scarlet Witch, I could have picked up that whole wave on clearance. Yeah, I think you nailed it. There's been a few hard-to-find popular figures, but outside of that, some of these waves have become just entirely peg warmers. I've seen that that the X-Men wave shipping time and time again. Go to my Toys R Us, there's three or four sets of it, and the only things missing are the Deadpools. That figure's still hot, and I was surprised that we never saw more of the Scarlet Witches the way we saw a ton of the Deadpools. I mean, I was just posting all over the holidays, more Deadpool, more Deadpool. If anyone missed, it's, you know, (laughs) there's a certain point at which it's on you. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta pay attention to to some degree. (laughs) Speaking of clearance, though, I did play a fun little game with myself because there's One target that I went to, starting right after Christmas and through most of January, I kept going week after week to check their clearance aisle. And they had two of the uh, Iron Man roleplay helmets that we reviewed a while back. And knowing your review of it, and I have a couple of the Star Wars Black Series helmets, and so I kind of know my sweet point on the price that I'd like to pay on that. And the first round of clearance took it down from, what is it, normally 80 bucks, 90 bucks, down to like 60-something. Wow. And I was like, eh, that's still a bit much. I, I'm going to set my price at anything below 40 So if they're still here after another round of clearance, I'll pick it up. And I kept going back, kept going back. It didn't get marked down for a couple weeks. And then it finally did get marked down, but they marked it down to 45 or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's still a little bit over what I want to pay. And this box looks like it might have been opened. So I don't know. And I was like, you know what? If I'm having to talk myself into it this much, maybe I don't need it. And so I kind of forgot about it. Then I went back a week and a half ago and it was just gone. They, somebody bought them. I was like, okay, fine. I missed it. And then yesterday I'm in that same target and there was the one that looks like it's definitely been opened at least a few times now, <laughs> but okay. it was sitting in, sitting in a cart of things that look like it was going to be taken into the back. Like they're going to return it somewhere. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take this. I'm going to scan it, see what the price is. Not in the system at all anymore. So I went and found an employee and asked them what they knew about it. They tried scanning it and they, they couldn't sell it to me because they didn't have a price. It's not in their system. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it was a long game clearance game that I end up coming home empty handed on. <laughs> Here I thought you were just going to rub in my face that you got it for 40 bucks. but <laughs> That, that would have been a happy ending. But, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, if I'm if I'm going that much back and forth with myself over it, maybe I just didn't want it that bad. I found the Sum Sum Series 3. Well, actually, you found them for me. Yeah, you've been in a Sum Sum Nami here. Yes, this is a Sum Sum Nami. That's what you're going to call it. You did find Series 3 for me at Walgreens, which kills me because the Walgreens are like a dollar twenty more than they are at Walmart. But Walmart's stock is kind of stale right now. We now have this new thing. All of our Walgreens reward points go to Marjorie Sum Sums. <laughs> Sounds like it's just evening out that extra dollar twenty nine then. It is because you know you always need something at Walgreens, right? And there's other exclusives. And if you play your cards right, because they often will give coupons for like point multipliers. Like the other day, I bought, I got a prescription, and at the receipt kicked out was a coupon for ten thousand points with your next purchase. So I turned around and bought something else and got ten thousand points, which is like ten bucks. Nice. 
You know, the pattern that I've noticed at Walgreens, which is kind of detrimental to my health, is I used to kind of only eat candy around, like, Halloween because there's an excuse. Like, oh, there's Halloween candy about. Well, there's also Easter candy. I mean, what about the Cadbury eggs? That's what I say. Then Easter, you know, so it's like two times a year. It's like candy is kind of prevalent for a couple months. It's just like every time you go into Walgreens now, it was Valentine's Day the day after Christmas. There was <laughs> candy hearts and chocolate and everything. And I'm sure come tomorrow... It's going to be Easter candy because Valentine's Day is over. Uh, Cadbury eggs are already there and been on sale a few times. Oh, boy. Yeah. I actually got a Cadbury egg the night I went to see Resident Evil 6. How was it? Nice. The movie, you can hear our review at nowplayingpodcast.com. Justin's on it. (laughs) And if you'd like to hear our review of Cadbury cream eggs, check out our YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) And not just Tsum Tsums, you also decked out your bathroom. I may have been poked. I may have been the bear and somebody poked me a few times because I'd been at Target and I saw the Captain America bathroom stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. That'd be really fun to do Captain America bathroom. And then a friend of ours was at Target and he's like, hey, have you seen this? I'm like, yeah, I just haven't done it yet. And he's like, well, why haven't you done it? I'm like, I don't know. Let's go buy the stuff right now. So Captain Bath America is actually happening over the next few weeks where I'm going to redo my entire bathroom, which is currently horror movie themed. A little strange, I guess. It's been fun to scare our guests because we have like the psycho bloody shower curtain. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And there's, you know, some scary things in there. So we're going to take all that down. I'm going to put up some Captain America prints. I've already got the Loot Crate little shield exclusive that came with this last Loot Crate box in there on my vanity. So it's going to be pretty sweet and pretty damn patriotic by the time I'm done with it. Nice. You going to put up any art in there? You going to do the punching a Hitler poster? Ooh, I might. I don't know. I am going to do some prints and posters in there. I'm not sure what. I thought I'd do my reprints of my pictures I got with like Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie and put those in there as well. So I thought it'd be kind of fun just to do some different stuff like that on the walls. Oh, that'd be cool. It's going to be the bathroom version of her pictures with the president. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I'm down with the idea of you looking at me while I'm using the guest bathroom, though. <laughs> well, I'm not going to put it, like, you know, right over the toilet. So if you sit down, you're like, oh, wait, that's kind of awkward. Put it right above so that when men are urinating, we're staring at it. Yeah, exactly. That's what we'll do. That's what you need in the bathroom is to be demasculated by Chris Evans and, and whatnot staring at you. <laughs> you know, I, I can sure I could find a print... Of him from Not Another Teen Movie and just put that above the toilet. (laughs) Uh, Just have a banana in the bathroom just for no (laughs) apparent reason. (laughs) And, you know, packing up all those boxes of why'd I buy this did influence my shopping because Marjorie found some new Funkos that Arnie's like, what am I going to do with those? The Mymojis. Have you seen these in stores? Uh, If I have, it's only in passing because i have noticed walmart is starting to add a whole bunch of these blind package toys from all different lines near the toy aisle and i do think i saw something marvel related were they kind of ping pong ball headed yep that's exactly what they are they are blind box round marvel emojis and each character has three different expressions and it's kind of a weird mix of characters too because you've got rocket 
Iron Man, Spider-Gwen, Cap, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Hulk, and Groot. Hmm. Part of me's like, I want Marvel emojis. And part of me's like, what the hell am I going to do with these things? I'm going to be honest that 100% of me is like, what the hell are you going to do with these things? I'd rather just have downloadable stickers I could use on my iPhone. There are Guardians of the Galaxy emojis on Twitter right now. So these are just heads. Yeah. I'm look. I'm looking at them now. They are just the heads. What are you going to do with these things? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, if you're Arnie, you buy them until you have a full set. Then you take them into the photo studio and spend about five hours of your life photographing them. And then you put them on a hard drive. <laughs> and then these, you're just going to be like, I don't know where I'm going to display these. Throw them in the storage unit. Oh, each bag comes with a digital Mymoji download code, though, so you can get them digitally. You just have to actually pay for the physical ping pong ball thing. Oh, jeez. That seems like a reach. Seems like a reach to buy a physical thing to get something digital, but I'm a little slow on the uptake. I'm just now realizing that, yes, Mymoji, they're emojis, and they, there's three different versions of each character, and they're each making a different emoji face. Yes, that's exactly right. what's happening. Although Hulk has angry and angrier. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Black Panther just kind of looks like a, like a pig from Angry Birds. He does, yes. <laughs> so does Captain America, for that matter. <laughs> Actually, I thought they all kind of looked like Marjorie Sumsums. They do not look like Sumsums. Sumsums have more character. So have you bought any of these? Have you physically put any of these in your hands? I'm going to be honest. I'm a whore for blind box stuff, and I pass these up. I will buy anything blind box. And even I'm like, nope. Yeah, I saw these in person at a store and I was just like, no. And it was a full moon, so I was really not keen. Yeah. Like, I mean, even if they had a hole in the bottom so you could make a pencil topper out of it, then I could kind of see a little bit of use for it. But, geez, being complete on this would be... A crazy man's game, I think. Yeah, that is the other side of it, is there's eight characters, but three facial expressions. So wave one is 24 of them, and I'm actively trying to buy less of this exact type of item. Like, you know those little grabzags figures, and they come in the domes and everything? That's the kind of stuff I'm really trying to cut back on this year. And Funko is just crazy. I mean, I love Pop, so I buy them. And I love Dorb, so I buy them. And now I love Mystery Mini, so I buy them. But guys, stop! <laughs> They're slowly taking over the collecting world. You know, some of these things will come and go and we'll forget about them. But, geez, they keep throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks, though, don't they? You know what I really don't like? And I get them in the Marvel Collector Core box and I actually throw them away. Those mugs, those pop mugs that are like ceramic mugs. Like the giant soup mugs. Oh, yeah. There's a BB-8 one that I see at Toys R Us on the shelf. And I think it's a Groot one, too. I just don't know what to do with them. They're too big to drink out of, and they're weirdly shaped. Ah, send them my way. The kid will eat cereal out of them. (laughs) Well, now you've given me a good idea for my Saturday morning cartoon days. (laughs) I will definitely be sending some Rory's way. (laughs) But yeah, I'm, they just, they come out with so much of that stuff. And I'd rather focus my attention on action figures and statues and things like that. Like I did pick up some statues over the holidays since we recorded last. Sideshow came out with their Venom and their Carnage. And I got both of those ordered. 
Ooh. Carnage came in a lot lower price than I expected him to. You know, I looked at those at New York Comic Con. I thought for sure Carnage was going to be like 600 and Venom, maybe 800 or so based upon that Hulk they did. But Carnage came in at a remarkably low 480, which was less than even like Captain Marvel and Phoenix. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it. $480 is no small can of beans, but comparatively, geez, that is shockingly lower than than I would have expected as well. And Venom, he was less than I had expected. I mean, it's 625 is not cheap, but when I was going in with the worst of expectations, that was rather nice. Yeah, I almost wonder if they're like starting to weigh these now and kind of charging <laughs> appropriately. <laughs> And then in our year-on-review shows, Dabeed from Marvel Toy News mentioned that Sideshow, they're also now distributing Prime One Studio statues, and they're doing Marvel stuff now. And I am not going to be getting too many of these. That said, I've ordered all that they've made. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the first one they did was Spider-Man 2099, and that's a D-list character that I absolutely love. And it was 700 and I'm like, eh, all right, that is like top dollar I'll do for Spider-Man 2099 because I don't see Sideshow doing that. How big is it at that price? It's quarter scale, just, it's basically a premium format from another company. Okay. And they've done a base that actually, it's like they're looking at what Sideshow's doing and saying, we want to make a base that wouldn't look out of place with those. Huh. And it's got some light-up features on the base, a little gimmicky, but kind of cool for the extra money. Yeah, I'm looking at the sculpture. There's a lot of good detail there. I mean, they've got, like, the honeycomb pattern going on on his head and shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I love the way they did kind of the translucent webbing off his back. Yeah, it's not a bad piece at all. It's just odd that another another studio is getting in and Sideshow is distributing them. Yeah, that is really odd. And I mean, they've also got that other line where they had that awesome Falcon and Bucky that I didn't order but want. Wait, we skipped a Bucky? Yeah, you told me not to buy it. Oh, okay, we're good. We, uh, we made fun of his face for a while, remember? Okay, all right. That, rem- that Okay, got it's it. It's the no. Iron Studios one. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd also like to point out, you know, this whole Sideshow is distributing a whole bunch. Think about it, though. They've got all the contacts and all these outlets to sell these products. It's probably cheaper to distribute foreign products that can't get distribution over in the United States. I mean, you could do a distribution deal and be very profitable for both companies and not have your money tied up in manufacturing and design. That said, they also sell those Square Onyx variant figures and you can get them a lot cheaper through anybody else. Yeah, that, that that's a weird one. Those those feel like you can get those, like you said, almost anywhere else. But <laughs> And then they did come out with a second Prime One Studio statue, Anti-Venom. And I was really not going to buy him. And technically, I didn't. (laughs) You reward-pointed him? I reward-pointed him. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try. I mean, it was $860. And I keep my reward points for something I would not spend the money on. And thanks to Hot Toys, I had $860 in reward points. Jesus Christ. They add up quick, man. Like, I don't buy that many Hot Toys, but I somehow have $100 in my reward points sitting yeah, there. Yeah, I guess the one thing I bought for you recently from Sideshow for Christmas a couple of years ago, I got like 200 points, so. Yeah, I still have $600 left after Anti-Venom. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Now this one's cool. I mean, we've talked in the past how Anti Venom doesn't get a bunch of love, but that's because he's he in wasn't, like four issues. I was ever. gonna say he wasn't around that long, so <laughs> it's it's amazing that he is still getting made at all. But this this looks awesome. I mean, lots of great detail in here. Yeah, I thought it just looked amazing, and it's just one of those moment in time. I guess I'm looking it up. He's been in 19 comics total. And just all of the detail in that statue. And because I had the reward points and everything, I'm like, all right, why not? But this is the end of my Prime 1 collecting right here. Done. Yeah, until something else comes out that catches your eye. Done. Done. <laughs> Marjorie, mark it down, because I'm sure we'll be talking about Prime 1 Studios again. Oh, I'm sure we will. Absolutely. And then we'll have a reminder of this conversation and how we just move stuff to the storage unit or stuff that you're like, why did I buy this? And then Hot Toys, speaking of them and Sideshow distributing them, first of all, they've been shipping a lot lately, and they've teased their entire Guardians 2 lineup. Oh, yeah. But they've also teased their first Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. figure. Hmm. No, it's not Quake. (laughs) No, it's not Coulson. Wait, wait, wait. Is it... Fitzsimmons May, who are you going for? The guy, the one guy with the jaw that is dead. Oh, uh, Brett Dalton, Ward. Is it Ward? It's not Agent Ward. It's Ghost Rider. What? Apparently Ghost Rider is cool enough for a hot toy, and it's the only Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. character that is. (laughs) You know why? Is Is he just got the skull head? Yeah. They don't have to pay licensing likeness rights. Oh, come on. They, they own these people's soul. They That's don't... true. They do, don't they? <laughs> I'm sure that all of that was signed away part and parcel, but... Just in case they make action figures? Now, is it the first of an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. line? I mean, probably not, but... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll get a car here eventually. A Lola? Oh, boy. <laughs> They've done it. Yeah, but that's a Batmobile. That's a lot cooler than Lola. Lola's barely even in the show anymore. Oh, I haven't kept up. Oh, now I'm in an existential crisis. Would I even buy... Of course I would. I'm all in. But would I be happy about buying the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I probably would. I mean, I've spent almost 100 hours watching the show. I think I could put them on my shelf. Yeah, I mean, I would say you don't have... I mean, you are all in, obviously, but I wouldn't wish for, you know, some lower level characters, but, you know... You already have Coulson, right? Maybe they'll make Patton Oswald. Oh, that'd be great. I would buy a hot toy of Patton Oswald. See, I'm like Agent May, yes. Fitzsimmons, probably not so much. <laughs> You're not buying Agents of Shield hot toys. You can buy the Ghost Rider because you love Ghost Rider, but I-, I think that you'll regret those purchases. I think that they're not making them, but <laughs> <laughs> the hot toys news that surprised me over the last couple weeks was is this the first time we're getting a Hot Toys Mark V, or is this an update to... Oh, no. One of the very first Hot Toys I ever ordered was the Mark V, but now he's die-cast. Oh, they're doing the die-cast version now. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, I remember, like, the first Hot Toy I bought myself was the Mark V. The first one I ever got, Marjorie got me the Mech Test Tony Stark. And then I got the Mark V, and then I'm like... Well, if I have the Mark V, don't I need that whiplash to go with him? And, oh, look, that gantry looks nice. An ironmonger, huh? Oh, this is all my fault. Yeah. I know this. <laughs> I know this. 
But yes, the Mark V is coming back out, $344.99 for Diecast, and I'm a little torn on this. I mean, it looks really cool, but it's the first one that looks really kind of matchbox car, because the silver of the Mark V was never this metallic of a silver, was it? Uh, it's been a while. I think maybe it was. Like, all the toys that we ever saw were obviously more matted down because it was paint rather than die cast in the movie it was kind of i mean it was metallic it shone light but it wasn't high gloss and it wasn't high silver and so when i look at this hot toy it's like the red's a little too red and the silver's a little too metal yeah i can see that i'd have to go back and take a look at it again but i don't know where do you stand on them going back and redoing ones they've done already just doing them in die cast rather than expanding the hall of armor there's only a few left to do the house party protocol, and I hope that they do them. But I'm okay with them going back and redoing them to a degree. Like, if they went back and redid the house party protocol, it's a red <laughs> snapper in diecast. I don't know that I'd be quite as happy about it. <laughs> and I was actually thinking about this. This is great for people who missed out the first time around, right? If you They've re-released a couple of the harder-to-find ones, the exact same figures, only in new boxes. They did that with the Mark IV, the Mark VI, and they've upgraded a lot of the figures with the die cast. That's great if you came along late, but how many times do I want them to go to the same wishing well? That's my question. I think I'm good... If you're giving me a significant upgrade like a die cast or a quarter scale figure or something really markedly different. But now that you've done it in die cast, I think you're done. Yeah, I think that's a good line to draw. That doesn't mean I'm done if they're not, but I'm just saying I'll be less happy about it. Uh, <laughs> oh. I really thought you'd have learned something this weekend. I did. Don't buy my emojis. Okay, well, let's start. <laughs> Step, Learning right? is less than three ninety nine at a time. Yes. <laughs> One full wave of my emojis is half a hot toy. <laughs> Depending on what type of hot toy, though. Jeez, diecast up to three fifty now. Yeah, that's been around what they've been, and the Mark V is so detailed, so yeah. insanely detailed. It's like scales. I mean, there's so many. I bet you most of those different segments have some movability to them too. So. I think it's actually probably only a matter of time until Hot Toys does a quarter-scale Deadpool. Gotta ask, Justin, would you be tempted? Deadpool's your guy. I might. I really might. But, you know, I probably would be tempted, especially if it was a movie version. Because so far, we only have one representation of Deadpool from the movie, and that is Hot Toys, so. But then NECA has come out with a quarter-scale. It's movie-ish. I mean, it's definitely comic-based, but... The outfit of the movie is so comic accurate that it's hard to tell too much of a difference. But our first quarter scale Deadpool figure is out. And it's the first quarter scale NECA I ended up buying. Yeah, oh, I was going to ask you, you, you've never bought any of the previous. There was a couple Avengers released over the last five years or so. No, we've been really tempted, but just something usually just I'm like looking at it. I'm like, yeah. It's big, it's not a statue, I don't know why I need it. The closest I ever came is Hastings had, like, the Thor and the Iron Man for half off two Christmases ago or something, and I went a little nuts trying to find them at that discount and never did, and then never regretted it. And we see these all the time, we go to cons and everything, 
I've never been impressed enough to spend the hundred plus dollars that these cost. But when we saw Deadpool at San Diego and then I saw him again at New York, I knew I had to have this one. So I went ahead, I pre-ordered him. He came before Christmas and I even nominated him for a poppy and he came in second. (laughs) The Poppy's Toy Awards. Nice. And yeah, I was lucky enough to get this as a Christmas gift from the wife. So I dropped a little hint and it was under the tree on Christmas morning. So I was kind of happy to open this up. I do have one previous NECA figure in this scale. And I, I bought a an Iron Man. And I think it was an exclusive to somewhere because it was the unmasked Tony head. I think we talked about that way back when you bought it, too. And your review didn't make me want to rush out to buy them. Yeah, I mean, that... I'm glad I paid what I did for it, and I think it was under $40 at the time, but I was left unimpressed with it. It felt like it was made out of some pretty brittle and fragile plastic in places, and the details felt soft, almost as if you know the mold had worn out a little bit, and they just weren't sharp corners, on, especially on something that's supposed to be a suit of metal. It just felt plasticky. So, yeah, I haven't really paid too much attention to this line until Deadpool popped up, and gotta say i was excited from the minute i saw him all the way up until what we're about to talk about right now so the one thing about deadpool and whether it's hasbro hot toys sideshow neca is the accessories and while the neca quarter scale figures we've seen before thor has his hammer and this deadpool came with what two katanas uh sai a knife a number of guns a ton of hands yeah i mean Tons of accessories, and outside of the hands, there's almost a place for everything here. He he comes with, you know, a, a sheath for both of his swords, and the side goes in that little hole in the back of that, so all of his swords can be on his back. He can hold both of his... Well, he has three guns. He can hold the machine guns and holster the handgun, and outside of that, I mean, his knife has a place, too, so he can basically have all of these things on him. You just have to keep the extra hand somewhere. Which is nice, because a lot of times Deadpool comes with so many things that you might lose some of the stuff because you don't know where to put it. Even the Hasbro figure has more things than he can hold. Yeah, I'm always big, as I've said, on displaying things with as many accessories as I can get (laughs) out there. Well, that way you don't have to store them. And it shows off what it has. And So I was excited by the number of options for this. But getting him in hand, my very first thought, facial expression. He does not come with alternate heads. He does not come with alternate eyes like the hot toy. You just get this kind of one eye half closed, one eye fully open expression. Like he's straining. Or like he's aiming, like he's squinting with one eye to kind of look through a sight. Uh, It kind of looks like he's in a car and somebody farted. (laughs) So he's riding with our French bulldog. I got it. Yeah. (laughs) Oof. He is a heavy chunk of plastic, though. They did not skimp. This is not hollow plastic with joints in it. This, I feel like every piece here is a pretty solid piece of rubbery plastic throughout. Yeah, definitely. The limbs, the torso, I think, like most Hasbro figures, is kind of hollow. There's room in there for the articulation and whatnot, but it is hefty. I was surprised at the weight of this thing. It's heavier than most newborns. <laughs> I don't think it is, Arnie. Arnie, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I've got a scale over here. You want me to pop them on the scale? Yes. yes. All right. I've got an accurate measurement here. Anybody want to guess how much this Deadpool weighs? I'm going to guess three pounds. I'm going to guess nine pounds. 
Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Arnie, are you okay? If you were on Price is Right, Arnie, you would have just lost the showcase showdown. But you, you way overbid. Marjorie, you would have won. Yay! <laughs> the actual retail shipping weight is four pounds, 4.9 ounces. Okay, it's close to a normal baby then. No, it's not. The range like... of a normal baby is five and a half to 10 pounds. It's close. It's in the neighborhood. More in the neighborhood than you were on your guess. <laughs> Okay, so it's a five-pound toy. Still hefty. That's a lot of plastic. And what they did with this plastic, I got to tell you right up front, I'm impressed. I'm I'm really liking this figure. There's just so much sculpted detail throughout. I mean, you look at the red parts of his suit, and it's got a nice texture there. And they've even given a nice wash. Yeah, I noticed that. That, like, in the grooves of the red, there's black almost entirely, but it's it is a wash. It's not consistent, so he doesn't look like a zebra. But he looks a little bit like he, the outfit has seen some action. Conversely, I'll say his shoulder pads are a little too shiny. They are way too glossy, but I'm like transfixed by his jawline. It's like really just mesmerizing. I guess it's there because the head turns, but it's a severe, severe jawline, right? And he's got a like block head. But that's very comic accurate. One thing they did is they played down his reservoir tip. <laughs> <laughs> You know, different toys can have that in different ways, and here it's just barely a ridge. Yeah, it's it's a barely their reservoir tip. Yeah, before we move away from the shoulders a little bit, they are awfully shiny, and it almost looks to be a conscious choice, because nothing else on this figure is that glossy. No, not even his eyes, and if I was going to have something else be that way, I'd like do his eyes or knee pads or something. Belt buckle? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why it kind of caught me as off. You say it's intentional, but even the plastic on his bicep that's supposed to be the same isn't quite matching. It's not that high gloss. It's a little distracting. It really is. And I think overall that's going to be the one kind of ding I give this figure is that for whatever reason, intentional or not, it's it's distracting right there also there's little silver pieces on his outfit that i've never seen before they're really cool details he's got them on his forehead he's got them on these arms here to the point that i thought they were screws like visible screws but they're actually just little silver details yeah they're almost grommets on his costume and they're very well done i'm really digging his ammo pouches none of them are functional but they're all very well sculpted and sit around his waist nicely what do you think of his belt buckle? I know Deadpool has different belt buckles at different times. Sometimes it's got the slit eyes like Spawn. Sometimes it's really Deadpool-y here. It's more like the bullseye, which is the line down the middle. It's not quite the Deadpool logo. Yeah, this is this is one of my least favorite Deadpool logos just because it feels like when they came up with it, they were just trying to ape Spider-Man's logo at that time. But yeah, this one's almost too symmetrical. But I, it works as a belt buckle, I guess. Because it doesn't overly sell his face. True. And he has kind of his the same kind of logo on his gloves, on the top of his gloves. and Yep, and his swords. The guards on his swords are kind of his logo as well. Let me ask you something. What do you guys think of the proportion of his accessories? I kind of think like his belt and pouches are like too tall. Does that make sense? Or like, and they're too big. That's why I called this not the movie version of Deadpool, where Arnie's right that, you know, the, the costume is close. This is very much the original Deadpool. Well, not original, but maybe later 
late nineties kind of Deadpool where he was a beefy type of dude under that suit and everything in there was beefy along with him. All of his accessories felt big on him. So this, this feels right for that character. But no, going just down the outfit. I mean, we talked about the mask, the shoulders, the wash in the red. I just love all the detail. There's little like hooks on his chest there. I don't know if it's his 50 shades of Deadpool or what's going on with those hooks, but in a fictional world, you could clip stuff to them. They're molded down. His katanas clip onto a strap that goes over the shoulders, and that's an extra accessory. It feels like you could actually even slip that off of him. It's so loose over the shoulders. Are you talking about the actual brown plastic thing? Yeah. Yeah. It does look like it can slip off. Uh, I don't think it's supposed to. If yours is loose, it's probably because the glue isn't set because mine is definitely glued down to the chest. Oh, no. Mine's not glued anywhere to Deadpool. Oh, weird. Mine is glued to just on either side of his pec going into his armpit. Yeah, everywhere else it has a little bit of give, but it's definitely glued down here. I don't even have a place for glue on it. You might have got one that missed the glue app. Oh, yeah. It feels like I could take the whole thing off. Hmm, I don't know if I would be it. Well, yeah, if it's not connected to anything, you might take it off. But mine, I wouldn't do it because right now the way it's sitting on there, it feels like it's in the right position. And knowing how taking accessories off, they never go back on the right way. (laughs) Yeah, mine just kind of slips around a little bit. Now, the sheaths for the sword snap onto the back and then the swords go in the sheaths. But I have had that piece fall off a couple of times already. It's it's like it doesn't snap in hard. It just it's soft plastic going into soft rubber. Yeah, I've had the same issue and I have thought about maybe giving a couple dabs of super glue to that thing just to keep it in there because like you said, it's meant to go in there, but it's a hard plastic sheath going into kind of a rubbery, malleable plastic and they're just not playing well together nicely. Now the belt's also another piece, but mine is glued down. Yep. Minus two. And then you get down to the legs, and the black parts there have absolutely no texturing. And I like the contrast of the smooth black with the kind of ribbed red. Yeah, it's very impressive. You know, you get down to to his knee pads, and you can tell that they're like a hard tactical plastic in the real world. And it's a double-jointed knee. Yep, articulation is not lacking here. He's got a working, working holster for his side piece. I mean, they just... Every detail here, they did not skimp. Everything is sculpted well. Everything is painted well for the most part. Working sheath for his kind of tactical knife right on his outer calf. Then he's got the the vonkles, voner ankles there. And even uh, on a figure this big, I almost don't want this, but I'm not going to dig him for doing it. That mid-foot articulation. Oh, with the toe? Yeah, I feel like over time that could loosen up and just make him fall over. <laughs> I kind of keep mine rocked back on his heels anyway, where the center of weight is right down at the ankle. And they probably don't make a figure stand for action figures that big, do they? Yeah, when there's no hole pegs, and I'm just now noticing for the first time, I haven't looked at his bottom of his feet. He's got snap and a big old exclamation point painted in yellow on the bottom of his shoes. <laughs> I noticed that for the first time it was funny. Marjorie was holding him and that Vonner ankle was all the way to the side and I saw snap. I'm like, what, is that a broken ankle? Snap? <laughs> there's a little bloody tooth in the snap logo that's funny (laughs) that's the other thing i'm digging here in these accessories they have all kinds of little fun jokes like in his little machine gun it says this end towards enemy with an arrow pointing towards the muzzle and 
Deadpool's gun with his logo on there. <laughs> I like the hand with the brass knuckles. That's D-P-U-L. <laughs> that's awesome. But before we get away from this gun, look at the back of this machine gun. He's got a NECA Deadpool dangler toy on that hook. The one of the danglers? What? Not the big machine gun, the smaller Uzi style one. Is that what that is? Oh, yeah, I see it. It's it's really small, so I, it kind of just looked like the hammer. But yeah, looking real close, it is one of the cord climbers. Cord climbers, there you go. <laughs> I was getting worried that maybe that you didn't have that one, because I'm looking at a picture of it online, and they don't show it on the official pic. No, it's there on mine. It's just I didn't recognize it for what it was. <laughs> well, someone's got to buy those. <laughs> Deadpool buys his own. So yeah, he's got his logos on there, which is a neat little touch. And like, yeah, Arnie, like you were saying, he's got the the brass knuckles wrapper rings that say D-Pool. D is its own ring. P-U-L is another ring. Now, as far as it goes, the box says he has 33 points of articulation. So that's a little lower than a lot of figures we get. 40 plus seems to be when you're in the super articulated range. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this thinking where else they could have done added articulation. And I'm not seeing many areas that need it more. Does he have any waist swivel? Yeah, his waist swivels. His waist does swivel because I was just trying that. Okay, it's just a tight turn. And he's got ab crunch. And Okay, so let me ask you guys something. Why Deadpool in this line when nothing else has tempted you? Is it because the, dead, the Deadpool movie was so awesome? Well, that's part of it. It's also because of the reasons we've said. It comes with the accessories. Yeah. It has the wash. It has the look. It looks better than any of the others I've seen, and I've seen them all in person at the NECA booth. This one looks best. Yeah, and for me, it is it is because I do love Deadpool, and this looks cool. But it also is doing something none of the other ones have done yet, which is with Iron Man, I already kind of described how the metal doesn't come off metal. It feels soft. And then their human heads haven't been that great. So when they do human heads and hair, it's not looking that great. Like That Hulk was terrible. Yeah, the Captain America's body looked great. But then you get up to the head and it's just like, eh. Here, it takes care of all that. He's wearing a, you know, a tactical clothing outfit and he has a mask on. So... Nothing really to worry about as far as like soft details or a mis missculpted face. True. I mean, if they did a Spider-Man that looked this good, I'd probably pick it up too because it's full mask. And Fair enough. Yeah. It is. You're right. The human faces have been both facial expression, likeness, and just overall look have been one of the weak points. Even with Hulk, who's not a human face, that face was one of the big reasons not to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> And with, you know, the Hulk, they put the the actual real pants on there with a lot of articulation showing. It just was a weird mixed media on that one as well. I will say, though, this one, I'm a little nervous about his center of balance and how well he's going to stand and how being so heavy, what he's going to take off when he falls off a shelf. I, I, I'm going to tell you, he's already fallen off my shelf once. I, uh, I have him on a shelf about halfway up my wall. And like I said, I've had this since Christmas, so, you know. Got home from Christmas, got all unpacked, and first thing I did is I balanced him up, got him on that shelf, walked around, stomped around to make sure he wasn't going to fall. I'm like, okay, cool. He stood there for four days before he finally decided to fall. Luckily, nothing on him broke, but it scared me enough that the next time I put him up there, he was actually leaning against the wall rather than just balanced. I wonder if he could take some of like that poster putty and kind of... Too heavy. It's too heavy for and that. And if the top goes, it's going to yeah. have leverage. You know, It's going to work like a lever. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't even think I would 
trust a doll stand to give him any extra balance because he is, it's kind of top heavy. That upper body is so much bigger than the rest of him that he wants to topple if you don't get him balanced just right. And you say you're glad he didn't break, and that's definitely a good thing, because this has an MSRP of about $115. You can get it for 93 at Entertainment Earth right now. Yep, and I actually saw this one at retail. I was at Toys R Us a week or so after Christmas, and they actually had one of these on the shelf, and I was kind of surprised to see it there. And it was $110 at the store, and it was gone the next time I was there. So, I mean, a good product at this price people are going to buy it. It was funny because when I was talking to the guy who ran the poppies about it, I said, this is shipping. And his immediate response was, I need to go to Toys R Us. I'm like, really? They have these in stores? (laughs) It's weird. I had never seen these at Toys R Us stores before, but now that I've seen him, there's a large NECA alien that they have there too. Other than that, I've only seen, like you said, Hastings and maybe like a Suncoast video at the mall has some. There's still a Suncoast video? (laughs) Barely hanging on. I thought those closed like 15 years ago. (laughs) That's like telling me you went to Zayers. Like telling me you went to Zayer. (laughs) Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't get to the mall that often. But every time I do, I try to hit Suncoast. But it always feels like they're having some sort of going out of business sale. Now, his feet are a different color red than the rest of him. They did a really good job of matching the reds all the way down, I guess. Maybe his shoes are supposed to be different because they're sneaks, but... They're Air Jordans. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a, it's a noticeable contrast difference there that I guess it could bother you, but if you look at them as shoes, you know, it, it doesn't have to bother you as much as the shiny shoulders. But let me ask you this. Mine on his neck, they're like right under that first ridge. It seems like they didn't do any of that weathering. Like his neck under the straps is just the red plastic. I can see it from behind. Arnie, turn it in the back. You can see it. It is like shiny red. Is that what you're seeing, Justin? Yeah. Yeah, like Mego. Yeah. <laughs> it looks very much like a Mego red or Spider-Man if you took his clothes off. Yeah, a little strange that they didn't carry that paint wash up there as well but a little strange too maybe it's just because we're recording this the weekend 50 shades whatever <laughs> that came out is but what's with the collar deadpool <laughs> like a shot collar isn't it <laughs> yeah he wears these straps in some of the, the comics i mean he has them around his wrists and his sometimes around his ankles oh he does have them here it just goes behind his shin guards yeah it's just the collar that threw me <laughs> all in all though i i really dig this and you know, since I got it as a gift, the the price point doesn't bother me that much. I would I would like to see these a little bit cheaper. Hundred bucks is kind of stiff for something like this, but at the same time, it's four pounds of plastic, so maybe that is the right price. I'll put it this way. I'm really happy with this purchase. You know, I've got a lot of deadpools now. We've had deadpools in six inch, twelve inch, and now eighteen inch all of which are loaded with accessories, posability, and just really cool details. That said, there's nothing about this figure that makes me say, I need the line. It's saying, I like this figure. I like the details they put on this Deadpool, but it's not making me think like when I got my first Hot Toy, my immediate thought is I need to go back and buy all the other Hot Toys they've done. This time, it's like, This Deadpool is cool. I'm not even sure where or how I'll display him because I'm scared he's going to take off a sideshow statue as he falls if I put him on one of these shelves. Bottom shelf. (laughs) Yeah, but he's too tall for most bottom shelves. That's true. (laughs) No, that's a very good point, Arnie. He's not a 
he's not an entry line or an entry point into a, this line. I'm not I'm not going back on Amazon and looking. Oh, what did I miss? But let me ask you this: If they repaint him and they come out with the X Force gray and black Deadpool, would you would you double dip? Not for 115. No. Yeah, I think I would be on the fence about it. I'd have to think long and hard about it. But the thing is, there's just the other side of it is, first of all, they could paint him endlessly, right? They could do the blue and yellow. They could do, you know, they could put a hat on him and call him Chef Pool and make him an exclusive. Yeah. Stop giving him ideas. But the other side of it is. There's more Deadpool coming. We wondered. We kind of postulated with the Captain America, the Spider-Man, and the Iron Man's Hasbro 12-inch figures all going on such deep clearance over Christmas. Is there a future for that line? The answer is unequivocally yes. Deadpool is coming out, and he's coming with Hulk and Thor. Ooh, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, they have the pictures have hit the net. We'll be seeing those in just a couple days at Hasbro. It's the Mophead Hulk. It's not movie-based. You know, these are all comic-based figures. But yes, so there's another large Deadpool action figure coming that's going to be half this price and two-thirds this size, and it'll be here very soon. Yep, and we saw that Deadpool at Comic-Con. They did show him, so that's not a surprise. It's the Thor and Hulk that is... Kind of shocking to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm. What this Deadpool has done is said. You know what? These Neca quarter scale figures can be cool, and it's the first. I'm now going to look at them with more respect. Whereas in the past, I've just always been like, and I even had that conversation with Debita Marvel Toy News. Like, dude, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a fan of that Hulk. Even I think. Mm-hmm. He was. He was. He was the only one. <laughs> yeah, this hasn't. You know awoken a, an unknown love for NECA 18-inch figures in me, but it has made me appreciate what they've done with this particular Deadpool. How about the cord danglers? Did you do anything for you there? <laughs> I think this is where they belong, is accessories to ah, other toys. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not like when Gentle Giant came out with their Christmas Groot and he had the little jumbo Deadpool with him, and then that was the precursor to actually getting a jumbo Deadpool. That didn't... This isn't doing it for you with the scalers. Yeah, no. And speaking of Deadpool, before we leave, one last bit of news. Thanks to our friends at Sideshow, we are actually going to be giving away a Deadpool 6 scale figure. Nice. This is the Sideshow comic-based one that had the word bubbles and that Marjorie and I reviewed way back on the holiday special show we did like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. And this contest, it's only going to run for one week. What you have to do in order to enter is follow Marvelicious Toys on Facebook or Twitter. And while we cover Toy Fair this weekend, if you see a tweet from Toy Fair with news or pictures, retweet us. Or if you see a Facebook post, like or share that post. Every time you like one of our posts, every time you share one of our posts, every time you retweet one of our posts, that is one entry that's going to go into a big pool. And when the Toy Fair news is done on Wednesday, February 22nd, the winner will be selected and contacted through Facebook or Twitter, and you'll have one week then to respond and get us your mailing address. Cool. All right, point of clarity, though. If a listener likes and shares the same post, is that two entries or one entry? Two entries. Nice. So like and share out there, folks. The contest is open to members of the United States due to shipping restrictions, but it's a great chance to win a really cool figure. 
So good luck. Just go out there, like and share, and keep up with all of our Toy Fair news. I'm going to tell you, Saturday afternoon is going to be a great time to do this because we will be live tweeting from the Hasbro event with all of their upcoming toy news. Oh, yeah. With that, we're going to wrap up this show. There is so much more Marvel news to come this weekend. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We're going to be doing live videos. We're going to then be posting those live videos to our YouTube channel. We hope you'll subscribe on YouTube, and we hope you'll follow all the coverage we do. And then we will be back on this show in a couple of weeks to kind of wrap it all up and talk about everything we saw. That's right. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is a fan-run show that relies on listener support to keep the show going. You can pledge to our Podbean fundraising campaign by going to MarveliciousToys.com support. Backers get rewards including exclusive video content, early show releases, and more. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback on Marvelicious Toys. You can email us at show at MarveliciousToys.com or post your thoughts in our forums. You can also find Marvelicious Toys on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Find all those links at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews by emailing an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. All content received is subject for use on the show. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Video editing by Barrett, Andrew, and Daryl. Website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff, Scott, and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. Segments created by Jerry and Jeff. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2017, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. I don't know if you saw the box in front of you, but the, the little graphic that shows you to push the leaf to make it happen is just all sorts of wrong. It looks like somebody <laughs> figuring it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
That is bad. I didn't even look at that. Are you okay there? Play us out. Uh, I'm going to make that on a t-shirt. <laughs> and then you'll be kicked out of ball games because it's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I guess that... Did I just speak English? No, you did not. <laughs> hmm. Okay, let me try again. Get out of robot mode. Yeah, I noticed that, that, like, in the grooves of the red, there's black almost entirely, but it is it is a wash. It's not consistent, so he doesn't look like a zebra or something, but... A what? A zebra. I thought you said zebra. I did say a zebra. What the hell's a zebra? <laughs> Didn't it sound like he said zebra? I did say zebra, <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't look like a... Z- It's not consistent, so he doesn't look like a cheetah or something, but...